Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome to Guys We Fuck, the anti-slut shaming podcast. Yo, you having sex? I'm Christina Hutchinson. I'm Corinne Fisher. And I'm your boyfriend. Bring us your slutty, your horny, and your shame. Hey, you a slut? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about fucking. Hello, everybody. How you doing? We're very excited about this uh, episode of the podcast where we're going to discuss being addicted to being a pay pig. We're going to talk about masculinity and how dangerous and bleh, it is. And we're also going to talk about family drama that happens uh, when you're a kid that involves your parents, one of them cheating with your friend's mom. Mm. So welcome to another episode of the show. Yes, it's the Anti-Slut Shaming Podcast. I'm Corinne Fisher. I'm Christina Hutchinson. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is, as Christina mentioned, uh, subject line is addicted to being a pay pig. Hi, girls. Huge fan. I have something on my mind and think you might be the perfect people to talk to. Pray tell. Years ago, I got into being a girl's pay pig via Twitter. I literally just send money for nothing. This gave me a thrill, but soon after I stopped because I found it hard to justify. A few months went by. And the girl came back offering to sell content to continue getting money from me. So I immediately took this up and loved the arrangement. Nice. A few years now, I have similar arrangement with around six girls from Twitter. Yo, that's a lot of money. None who I know in real life. Uh-oh. I can't seem to go a week without buying something from one of these women. My favorite is to have my penis size degraded nice. and get some type of humiliation. But the big problem is... Uh, I have is I might DM one girl, one in the mood for this. And if I get no answer, I will DM another and get two back at the same time and end up buying uh, off both, meaning I'm at a stage where my monthly wage is going towards my kink. Okay. I would love your general thoughts on this and any advice on how to go about stopping this. Anything missed or any follow-up questions, I'd be happy to answer. All the best. Your biggest Irish fan. Nice guy. Wow. So what I would, I I have a couple ideas that sprung to mind when Corinne was reading this one is get an AI girlfriend who can, and you can ask her to insult you. I don't know how good she's going to be at it, but maybe you could train her. And I say her, but it's a robot. Uh, The other one is open up some additional bank accounts for yourself and put the money in there, but like pretend that it's going to a gal who's telling you, you got a tiny dick. Yeah. I also think, I mean, to me, this, this just reeks of gambling addiction and addiction in general. Like I noticed specifically pay pigs, but this, you have an addiction issue here with this. So you need to fucking control yourself is, is the main, the main problem, whether that means going to meetings, whether that means having someone else hold on to your money, uh, whether it means blocking some of these girls on Instagram, don't worry about people's feelings. This is a, this is a business. They're not your actual girlfriends or friends it's gonna everything's gonna work work out okay for them all like i mean like when you bring up the point of like sometimes you're in the mood for something you know this like it's it's like you need a fix immediately like Mm -hmm. a drug addict so you're like yeah why i get i i I call someone for a fix and then if i don't can't get my fix from there i reach out to someone else and then they both reach back out to me you you you, there's you're under no obligation 
to buy from both of these women. You know, if they want a better business model, then they got to answer faster. I don't know what yeah. to tell everybody. Also, you're, so you're, 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 you're enveloped. Is that the right? En- enveloped? I think that's really enveloped. Yes. Enveloped and enveloped or the two different things. I mean, it's the same thing, but I would, I would say in that context, I would say enveloped. In, but right. You, yeah. yeah. So I was like, I said, enveloped. anyway, uh, in the energy of addiction, as Corinne said, and there's this amazing book called we are all addicts by uh, a guy named Carter Stout, C-A-R-D-E-R. I can't recommend that book enough because we're all addicted to something and yours is a, is pay pigs, uh, being a pay pig. And it's really costing you. You got You got to get out of this, but those moments, I think with addiction, it's like the voice in your head says, Ooh, this is what we want now. And you go, Oh, yes, sir. Okay. Uh, it's like you're being a pay pig to your own internal voice. Mm-hmm. And so you, what's really going to happen for you to, to get break through this, what the actions that need to happen. It's like when they say, how do you stop smoking? Easy. You don't pick up a cigarette. You, your hands never touch a cigarette. You'll never smoke a day in your life unless you have like some chick fucking putting up to your mouth. Um, but, uh, so, so when you have these urges somewhere to start is is sitting still and it's going to be like the worst thing that your ego doesn't want to do. And you're going to maybe throw a temper tantrum or whatever, but that's going to get easier. Um, and that's how you can stop this cycle because, uh, yeah, you gotta, you got, you're losing all your money. Also, baby cakes, like, okay, you have this kink, but you don't always have to pay people for yeah. it. The, it seems like more than the paying, you're addicted to the, the degrading, pe- the, the people, say, you know, saying that your dick is small. So oh, why don't you go. have sex with a real Wait. life woman and have her tell you that your dick is small? Also, free service real quick. You could play this back on the podcast. With, oh, nice guy. Hey, nice Irish guy. Fuck you. You got a small little cock. I can't even <laughs> see it. Well, I can't, can't even see it. I see your stomach, but I don't see your little dick. You little bitch. You have a small, small dick. Does that make you feel like a little baby? Because it's disgusting. There you go. Now you don't have to pay any of these checks. Yeah. Wow. But also just like have control over yourself. Is, yeah, that, is that degrading enough? You fucking loser. Okay. <laughs> playing, guys. Playing. Oh, Venmo JK. me. Don't Venmo me. Do not Venmo me. Um, <sighs> all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, bonus episodes uh, are back on Luminary. So make sure to check it out if you're a subscriber. Sorry for that little delay there. It was a, it was a, just a contractual issue. Yeah. We were negotiating and we wanted to get those uh, bonus episodes coming back out to you. ASAP. So look out. Uh, I'm glad. Yeah. For one, it's probably there right now. Yeah. I had to get some things off my chest. The last bonus episode that we just recorded, that's going to be released soon. So, uh, or no, it's going to be released by the time you hear this. So if you want to listen, subscribe to Luminary on the Apple podcast app or on the Luminary app. And then come see us on the road. Toronto, I'm in you July 28th and 29th. Los Angeles, I'm headlining by myself the main room at the Comedy Store one night only, August 2nd. It's at 10.30 p.m. Get your fucking tickets. San Diego, I'm going to be at American Comedy Company August 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Dallas, Texas, uh, technically Fort Worth, but you know I'm saying Dallas. Uh, August 11th and 12th. Make sure to get tickets at christinahutchinson.com. And if you're in the mood for... um. Four times a month, uh, weekly group therapy and quotes over Zoom because I'm not a licensed therapist, basically group lamenting, group sharing. Uh, and you want to only pay $5 a month for it. Well, you can go to Christina Hutchinson, uh, patreon.com slash Christina Hutchinson, uh, where you could sign up because in the fall, the rate's going up to like 15 bucks. So get in that $5 level while you can. 
And uh, I'll probably be on the road a little bit more in the fall or early 2024. Uh, but right now I'm staying, I'm staying in New York, babies. Uh, and so you can see me at shows around town, obviously, uh, or you can follow my uh, gash slasher comedy because I'm in LA a lot this year. Uh, and you don't want to miss it because those shows sell out in like four to seven hours. Uh, so the next one's August 23rd, already sold out. But if you're in the neighborhood, you can try and pay cash uh, night of to get a standby ticket. There's usually a couple left. But again, I always say only in the neighborhood, do not travel far to get those night of tickets. Um, and then if you just want to continue listening to my voice, uh, it's Without a Country podcast that comes out uh, everywhere on Wednesdays. It is produced by the Gas Digital Network. And it's uh, it's just a different perspective uh, of m- mainstream traditional news. We look at it from the perspective of the right and the left. We discuss it. Uh, we roast it. It's a good time. And it's a quick way to catch up with everything that's going on in the world with someone that you know, you love, and you trust. And we also do some fun interviews like we interviewed uh, one of Chris D'Elia's victims. We interviewed this guy who's trying to sell this uh, this new type of math, but it's basically like he's masking religion into it. We have a good time. We have a good time on the show. So make sure to subscribe on YouTube Without a Country podcast. You can also follow that Instagram and share the reels that I put up summarizing the show uh, every week, usually around Wednesday or Thursday. Um, and of course, I've also subscribed while you're on YouTube to Guys We Fucked. It's youtube.com slash guys we fucked without the you and fucked. We also have a specific clips channel. If you're more of a yeah. uh, of a short content uh, person, we have the clips channel, which is featured on the main Guys We Fucked channel. And then, of course, we are also on TikTok at Guys We Fucked without the you and fucked and Instagram. Same thing. All right. Cute. This show is sponsored by Better help getting stuff off your chest is incredible it's so therapeutic we all carry around different stressors some of them are big some of them are small a lot of them are very big Uh, but we keep them bottled up and it could start affecting us negatively and then we act like a jerk to the people we love and we're like this is not how i want to be therapy has saved my life personally there are so many benefits of it it empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma although if you have experienced major trauma highly recommend if you're thinking of starting therapy Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designated to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a questionnaire, and you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you could switch at any time. Finding a therapist is like dating. They're not all going to work out in the first try. BetterHelp understands that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com guys to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com guys. Guys, the weather's getting warmer. It's time to say goodbye to your jackets and all your sweaters, and you got to refresh your wardrobe. Well, luckily, I found Quince, and now you have too because you're listening to this. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And if you go to their website, the amount of categories, they have travel, lookbooks, men, women, home, babies, and kids – Their stuff is so cute. So I own a couple items from Quince, and one of them is the Italian leather hand-woven crossbody purse in green, emerald, and I get compliments on it all the time. It's a small purse, which I really love because then I don't put as many things in it. Um, Guys, Quince is amazing. They have very luxury items for very cheap prices. Get warm weather ready, baby, with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash GWF. 
for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash G-W-F to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash G-W-F. Um, so Christina said that at the top of the show, we're going to talk about a little bit about masculinity. Mostly I was inspired to talk about this because, uh, on July 10th, they, uh, there was an op-ed in the Washington post called men are lost. Here's a map out of the wilderness by Christine Emba. And, uh, it talks a lot about a lot of concepts that we know about, but I think it's applicable to comedy in many ways. And like why the type of comedy that becomes popular remains popular, uh, you know, cause comedy is certainly still uh, a male skewed, um, uh, whatever the word is industry. Yeah. That, that's a good one. Field, that field industry and of the, any of these work. And so she talks a little bit about how, um, a couple of years ago, she noticed that men were just, especially young men were kind of just acting weird, acting different than normal. Um, and she thought, you know, maybe it was like the incels that were getting her attention. Uh, but she realized from all the stuff that was kind of rising to the top, like the Jordan Peterson's, the Andrew Tate's that what was really happening was that, women, and we've talked about this concept before, women were continuing to thrive and to progress and to take on some more masculine roles, but men like didn't really know or don't really know where they stand anymore. And they don't understand, or they don't have a clear concept of what masculinity is. Right. So as women don't need men more and more uh, to rely on financially to provide to, for them to protect them. We are not living out in the wilderness anymore. Uh, it seems that, uh, you know, upon her estimation, she was saying like, it seems like the problem is men don't know how to be men, but she didn't mean it in like a demeaning way. She truly was like, they don't know what their place in society is anymore. Mm-hmm. And so they're acting out and they're, and they're really looking for guidance because they're not finding it anywhere else. Maybe they're not finding it in the home. They're not finding it within themselves. And so they are gravitating gravitating towards these people like Jordan Peterson or Andrew Tate, who are just kind of simply being these father figures, telling them how to live, uh, telling them how to get their shit together and be a man and get their life together. Because while I do think it is extremely important for men to uh, get in touch with their feminine side and their emotions, uh, perhaps these younger generations, we have gone too far in one direction where they kind of don't even know how to uh, handle themselves, stand up for themselves. uh, You know, Because when I think about protecting and providing Obviously, those like go under the masculine comment, uh, column, but they are also things that I feel like I can do for myself and could do for other people. Yeah. Well, every person on this planet, whether you're trans, uh, cisgender, whatever, you have a masculine side and you have a feminine side. So I think that like leaning into like the, the very unique levels of how much you want to be masculine, how much you want to be feminine and what, what times, what situations with what people is completely up to you. And, um, when I was reading this article, I thought about like, I love being a woman, but my definition of being a woman is not everybody's definition of being a woman. Sure. Like the the way that I, I dance with my sexuality and my sex appeal and my, my softness and my, like all, there's so many parts of, of, of a woman that like, but I only take like five of them that I like. And that's how I define being a woman. So it's like, I think women are already used to like 
I, there's obviously society's expectation of what a woman should be. Um, but eh, we, we've kind of like realized that was fucked up a long time ago and have been like kind of low key working on like what we want, right. to, what we want, uh, the woman I want to be is. And I think that now it's men's chance or, or turn or responsibility. You kind of can't, you can't get out of it now, um, of, defining what a man is to you as an individual. Right. And that's kind of like what she's talking about in this article. Like so many of the uh, examples of masculinity that are provided online are kind of these like, get cult, it's like culturey. Yeah. And she's, and then she's, she talks about actually going to see Jordan Peterson speak, which I have also did years ago. Um, and she's like, yeah, there's nothing really special about him. He's not really telling you anything that is like groundbreaking, like mm-hmm. in his, you know, 12 steps, or whatever the hell, uh, book that was so popular. He's, you know, he's saying things like, you know, make your bed stand up straight, but it's these very simple concepts that for some reason or another, like skip this generation of men and they, and they see that and they, and they feel like, and, and you see it like the way, men, male fans gravitate towards, and I see it mostly in comedy as I'm sure you do because that's the world that we're in. But the way even the, you know, Legion of Skanks is a great example. Like the reason why that works is because they have created a community where these men like can feel like whatever type of men they want to feel like. And Mm. a lot of times like, sure, that's like (laughs) calling other women sluts or whatever, but it's, but it's more like, it's, it's like more than the calling the women sluts. It's the like sense of community. And I really believe that. And that's, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's, and it's hard to kind of digest or explain well, to other a, people. Yeah. You're, and they're going, but off, I see why it works. Yeah. And they're leaning into the more animalistic nature of a man. Right. Um, than, than other men would lean into. Yeah. Cause she even says in this article, um, last summer, and I, we remember this article last summer, a psychology today article caused a stir online by pointing out that dating opportunities for heterosexual men are diminishing as relationship standards mm-hmm. rise. No longer dependent on marriage as a means to financial security or even motherhood, a growing number of women are choosing to create families by themselves with the help of reproductive technology. Women are cr- increasingly selective, leading to a rise in lonely, single young men, mm. more of whom now live with their parents than a romantic partner. Damn. Men also account for almost three of every four deaths Murder? of despair, no. uh, either from a, a suicide alcohol abuse or an overdose Fuck. and in you know over the past 50 years it talks about all the uh strides that women have made in the workplace as far as getting degrees a lot of improvements we've had and yeah. men just aren't hitting hitting those numbers like they're yeah, not and doing I, it and i do think like when the when the me too movement resurfaced i feel like a lot of men felt attacked which i'm like that's so unfortunate because that's not at all what we're saying maybe maybe a handful of people were you know are kind of leaning towards that message but like that's not, and I, and I feel like men just feel like left out of everything. And mm-hmm. then when you, the men, if you think about like the average man, how many friends does the average man have? Not a ton. How many deep conversations does the average man having with his male friends about sexuality, about dating, about finding who you are, about your morals and values and how, how have they evolved? If at all, like these are not the types of conversations that I hear a lot of men talk about. My personal circle, I think I'm, I I have a lot of male friends, but they're all very introspective and very in touch with themselves. Cause that's kind of like my criteria. I don't want to be friends with you if you're not like that male or female. Um, so, so yeah, but like there's so often we hear of men just kind of sh- shutting off to the world. So it makes a lot of sense that they're drinking themselves to death or killing themselves because that's awful and sad. And, and it doesn't make you weak to feel those things. Yeah. And then kind of, she points out like one of the, one of the reasons that she believes or that she saw firsthand why uh, people were grabbing 
gravitating, uh, especially a couple of years ago, so much towards Jordan, Jordan Peterson is because not only is he giving them like a playbook uh, of how to be a man, but he's also showing them empathy, which in today's climate mm. is not often right. shown uh, to men uh, because, you know, that straight white man, like, yeah. you know, and you're I get the t- devil. I get sick of that too, but it's also like, you must understand if you are a, a man, a man listening, a straight man listening that like part of the reason why you're feelings are dismissed now is because for centuries we our feelings just, and needs were rejected. Yeah. And I understand that maybe we, that, rejecting the rejector is not the way to get to where we want. For sure. And I, and I totally get that. Like, um, uh, it, maybe it wasn't even like you specifically or your generation who was doing it, but the same as, you know, uh, it, often people who look a certain way will be held accountable for other pe- people who look a different sort of way and how they were treated. Like, and that could be, applied to so many different types of thing in society. And it's just kind of like the hand that you're dealt during the generation that you grew up with. Um, and she kind of writes, uh, uh, yeah, this is a, a, a especially compelling in a moment when many young men feel their difficulties are often dismissed out of hand as whining from a patriarchy they don't feel part of. For young mm. men in particular, the assumption of a world built to serve their sex doesn't align with their lived experience where girls outachieve them from pre-K to postgraduate studies and, quote, men are trash is an acceptable joke. Right. Not on Instagram. You will get, you will get get flagged on Instagram. Nice. Um, Mark then, Zuckerberg got already hearing it. <laughs> then there's the point by point advice. If young men are looking for direction, these influencers give them a clear script to follow. And yeah. that's the thing. Like sometimes Everyone, you just need like wake up in the morning. Yeah. Wake up yeah. in the morning. Read this, this book. Feel uh, like Diddy. Follow this person, you know? Yeah. And like she says, that's like, why religion yeah. was so hot. Yeah. Back in the olden days and currently, but it's just not as popular anymore. It's because give me something to believe in when really you just believe in your yourself. Well, I think really, I would argue that religion actually is uh, still extremely popular, but it's just not modern religions. It's more like woo-woo religions, which is still, re- that's true. It's, there's, it's religion, carol, yeah. all that's, that's all religion. It's Hell all the yeah. same stuff. Religious but that's fuck in just, that case. That, yeah, that's exactly that. That's just, it was just replaced with that stuff where it's not like a specific God because religion is so associated with so many things that are not acceptable, especially to like left-leaning people yeah. as far as like anti-LGBTQ, anti-choice rhetoric. Um, uh, yeah. So I just thought this was like a very. This article is missing a lot. Huh? huh? The article is missing a lot of what? reasons that I think men also feel. Well, I mean, well, that wasn't the whole article. This is like, it's a 43 minute read, Michael. No, of course. But I think that there's like, I've, I think I've even said this before on this podcast. Like we are one of the first generations where military service isn't something that is like a, a mandatory thing. I think that was actually brought up in this article. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Yeah. Then we missed it and sort of like the recap, I guess. But I think that's a huge part done. of it. Yeah. Like, oh, my bad. Well, no, keep, keep going, keep going. I think that that's a huge part of this. I think that like my my grandfather's generation, my like on my dad's side, he fought in World War II. Um, and then when he came home, there was like, there was an obvious purpose for him. He had a fucking, he had the GI Bill. He had money. He had- Current and then PTSD? Probably, yeah, which is not good. But I mean, and then you, then a lot of men didn't come home. Obviously got killed and it's easier to like find a job. At that point, there was still a lot of manual labor to be done. That's yes, something that's does, decreasing. The article talks about like the decrease in manual labor yeah. has contributed to this feeling. If you don't have to run a farm and you're like, you know- uh, doing all the shit also, that men would have had to do at the turn of the century, build a yeah. railroad, you know? But I guess, I guess 
uh, maybe we're at a point where I love leaning into my feminine side and my womanly, the, the parts about being a woman that I gravitate towards most. I really enjoy playing with which one do I want to lean into? Like, do I want to go out and be really fucking slutty and turn every head that I walk by? Okay. Then I'm going to do this. Do I want to be kind of invisible? That's easy. I know how to do that. Uh, you know, and just kind of like playing with that. How do I feel as a woman in the world? But, but my main way that I identify myself is not by my gender. So I wonder if that's also fucking us up. Um, like I don't, I don't, woman is lower on the list of things that I feel I am the most. Hmm. Like it's, it's like sixth place to be honest. So what are the other ones? Um, uh, comedian friend. Um, yeah, no, no, I don't think of friend. No man is listing, man is listing friend above man. But also just like, but like when I think of myself, I don't, I guess what, I guess I worded that wrong. Like when I think of myself, a woman is not high on the list. I just think of like my personality traits and like who I am and my curiosity, my endless well of curiosity. Like that's so much more defining to myself than woman. Sure. You know, so I also wonder if there's some deeper digging that should be done with men so you can kind of go beyond your gender. And obviously feeling like you have a place in the world is so important to every single human being on this planet. We want to feel like we belong. But, you know, maybe your gender is not where you're going to find that. Right. I mean, that's interesting because I was like, I do women. Woman is definitely at the top of the list for me. Like, it's like I would say like woman and stand and like comedian are like the two things that that pivot because it's like, you know, such a specific um, industry that we're in. Uh, But yeah, no. But for me, it's like it doesn't to me, it doesn't narrow the possibilities of what I can be like to me, like woman is so powerful. So all encompassing that, that to me, it's just like, if anything makes the choices that I have to make or the things that I can achieve or the things that I can do, uh, that much wider. Um, and she also kind of brings up that like, women are still being given um, uh, a lot of tools to help them overcome the disadvantages because we're still considered a minority, like as far as like, which if there's two sexes, which is the minority, I know there's, you know, a zillion, Um, but uh, they, (laughs) they, uh, you know, we kind of, men are just kind of uh, expected to shape up by themselves, Mm. you know, with with no, you know, help. And she even bring, you know, kind of makes this point that Barack Obama during his presidency tried to uh, announce, he announced that he was doing this thing called the My Brother's Keeper Initiative, which was a $200 million program uh, meant to improve the lives of at-risk boys and men of color. The pushback came immediately. More than a thousand women, that's not a lot of women though. Uh, yeah, More than a thousand, wow. Uh, signed an open letter criticizing the program for not including girls. More what? recently, oh, when news circulated in the 2020, in 2022 that President Biden's uh, $1.2 trillion Infrastructure Act would likely create thousands of jobs jobs for working class men. Um, there was an MSNBC pundit, Joy Reid, who dismissively called it a white guy employment act. Right. But it's like uh, the employment uh, issue as far as like the workplace, like men are still um, uh, killing us, not killing, like or, or stomp- stomping us in like the top, top, top jobs. But yeah, as far CEOs. as entering those, uh, all the other jobs, women are making far more strides than men are. Yeah, 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 yeah. So hmm. yeah. very interesting. And I, yeah, I, there was a conversation I had at your party, Corinne, when I was there with, with one of your guests who we both know, but, uh, he was telling me that when he experienced his partner have a baby, he immediately understood oh, why bit, guys yeah. go through midlife crises. And I'm like, that's very interesting. I've never heard that take. Tell me more. And he was like, I knew when I saw our child come out of my wife's body that I will never do anything that great for as long as I live. And I'm like, 
that, that to me was like, oh, that's very interesting. Like, um, and I was like, I didn't know a lot of men felt like that. And he's like, yeah, I've talked to some like new dads about it. And they did re- like, they kind of shared similar sentiments. I'm like, wow, that's so fascinating. Um, that like, you wouldn't immediately go towards, I'm going to be such a beautiful father. Like what mm-hmm. a great con- contribution to the world to be a good father. That is more valuable than you could ever know. Like, and, and it, it, just like a, a great mother is such a valuable right. thing to contribute to society. You're putting out a well-adjusted kid. What? Thank you. Mm. Thank you for your service. Right. But so, I mean, it almost feels like he was like in a way emasculated by his his fucking the birth of his own child, which is (laughs) fucked up, man. which is so masculine. And it's like, I mean, I think you could give men in many ways the same notes that you could that you could give younger generations where or if comedy audiences, it's Mm. like my experience and what I'm talking about really is not uh, does not like it's it doesn't change you diminish what you're doing, take away from what you're doing. Like we're both doing different things that hopefully in the end will work in conjunction in society. But like me doing something doesn't take that, especially something that you can't do doesn't take away from the contributions that you're making right to the world. Yeah. And I, and I overheard that a little bit, and I understood what he's saying. And that, that is a person who has done a lot of work on himself, has right. gone to therapy, That's has why I was been like, huh. through a lot in his life. Even though he is white, he's been through, uh, he has, he's not had a great life. Um, and he's, and he's really like he, the life picking that he has now, up. he should, he, he is, he is a night uh, and should be so proud of. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was also a part of me that it made me sad because it's just like, oh, like it's still men seeing our greatest achievement, no matter what we do, uh, is creating another, uh, another baby life. Out. Yeah, another uh, life. I and it's like, I, I, I love that men see mothers as so powerful, but I wish that they, that they could see how powerful they us are. succeeding in other ways as equally powerful um, and equally valuable to society. Because I think that's still where their vision of us is falling short. Right. Mm-hmm. So I do think that they now see us as like beyond sexual beings, but, but it, it's only a little, it's only like, okay, but mothers and then, Definitely a mother maybe doing something else is cool, but as a woman who is powerful and has made her own uh, space in the world who is not a mother. Where's she? Not as respected. Right, yeah. right, right, right. I, and it, it's hard because like, I don't know. I mean, I, I think many women still believe that creating another life is the most powerful and in- incredible thing that you could do. I would Which argue is- that creating a, I, I think creating a human life is not at all impressive. impressive. No. I, think, uh, I think raising a person in the world who is an upstanding citizen is an, an incredible achievement and one that yes. few are achieving. And that takes a lot <laughs> one that of few work. are achieving. Yes. And I'm like, that's how much we should take pride in as, yeah. as people that, that pump kids out. Like if you're going to have a kid, if you're going to adopt a kid, whatever. Talk to me when you're 60 exactly. and then we'll see whether or not you were a great and mother. Yeah. And then, and then you could say like you, the work you did to raise that child, that right. ain't no fucking joke. Oh, and it's if no you, joke. If you put a good person out of the world, God bless you. Yeah, you know that what I'm is like, probably the hardest thing that you can and, do. And, and 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 giving birth, like you know, a woman who's pregnant doesn't sit there and go, and now I'm going to make the heart of my child. Oh, and now the two eyeballs. We're not doing anything. Whoever, whatever force right. is behind a fetus developing into a baby, 
kind of has nothing to do with us. So it's like, yeah, we did this thing that hurts. Um, but yeah, I it's also like, doubt that like if you spo- if you took a survey of mothers that if they said like what was the hardest part of ra- ra- raising a child, it's not the birth. I think very few people would say the actual physical I birth, even I, though that yeah. is, that is a hundred percent bodily trauma for sure. But like you forget about it immediately because of the hormones and the only t- like the times that like I've ever heard a woman still talk about like a birth experience was when like she almost fucking died right. or when her baby almost died because now you're emotionally traumatized in addition to being like physically traumatized right you know right yeah. uh, but but also too at the end of the day every person listening to this podcast regardless of your gender regardless of your race you are an extremely powerful creature and i just want everybody to like realize their own individual power because that would be so sick that's the world i want to live in baby yeah, I think it would be like, yeah, but it's also like when I think about like what yeah, I, I'm now thinking a little bit about like what tools that I feel like I have been given as a woman to help me to learn how to be a woman. Like, what are we talking about? Home economics class? Like what? There was no, mm. I mean, basically like the best example that you're going to get is your parents, you know, mm. when you talk about like that, like it, as far as like what it, but again, like my parents had very swapped or in many ways swapped gender, gender roles. roles. So it's yeah. not like I was learning how to necessarily like be a, and also that's, I guess why my view of what it means to be a woman is probably very it's different. Unique. Yeah. Well, that's why, like I, I, that's what one of the many reasons why I'm Beyonce is my idol because the type of woman she is, right. It is so incredibly attractive to me in every way. And that's something that I like, she has qualities that as a performer, as a person, whatever, but as a woman, her feminine qualities are very, is such a turn on to me. And it's like something I hope to emulate in my own way. So it's like, yeah, you really, we really do take whatever resonates with us yeah, about I, femininity. And I think it like, and, they, and they, she talks about this in the article as well. Um, and it goes on you on and on. It's very long. You guys should read it, but uh, yeah. it's uh, she talks a lot about how, for so long, like men, as we know, were dependent on women for to be like, you know, their emotional support animals for yeah. lack of a better word. Um, you know, and I think I think about that uh, a lot and like how often when I uh, observe people achieving great things in society behind every great man, there is a great woman. Mm-hmm. And then behind every great woman is just herself. Is her dog, maybe? Yeah, an animal. Yeah. A parent, maybe Tamagotchi. Mom, yeah, yeah. And so, and so, it's like, yes, I, I, I feel empathy for men or sympathy, even that there is that there are less, you know, tools offered. But then I reflect on my own life and I go, well, what were the tools that I had? Again, besides the parents, there was not any like outside tools to that. If anything, in all the careers and things that I've pursued in my life, it was extremely uh, male-dominated fields. Um, so I was working against the flow. Um, yeah. And it sucks to feel lost in the world. That's a really sad feeling, but it it leads to really great things. That feeling of feeling lost in the world. When you feel that consider yourself lucky because what that's doing is that's an arrow. It's pointing to who the fuck knows, but you know, wherever you go, there you are. So get to know you. Right. Yeah. So again, we'll, we'll be discussing that more and more over the the coming months. I think the concept of masculinity, et cetera. Yes. And uh, guys, we're very excited to welcome our guest for this episode. She is a rapper, comedian, and actress uh, from New York City. You may have seen her on hit television shows like Wild Now on MTV or A League of Their Own. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show. Lil Frex.
guys, we are here with comedian Forex. Happy to have you on the show. Thank welcome. You so much. Welcome. Thank welcome. you for having me. I'm so glad your name's not Shovel. You really dodged a bullet there. Orange, banana. Imagine number one name in America, Shovel. We're shovel. not far. We're not far. <laughs> Or like Cheval. Oh, I like that. Cheval's a beautiful name. Yeah, you, but you spell it shovel. And then like the last name O'Reilly. Cheval O'Reilly. Ooh. <laughs> That's vibey. I like that. That is vibey. We're not far from this type of life. No. I mean, we can really make up. We can make up whatever. You know, we can just make up our own rules in terms of like names or traditions or anything we want to do, really. I think it's fun when you have a unique name, but not so you like, but like when you say it out loud people can recognize that it's a name not an item i think that's helpful that's what i want in a name that's such a brilliant way to put it (laughs) yeah like like that's a sandwich i get i get frustrated because people are really challenged by my name and i go but you've heard it like it's a name like you know that it's a name you know it's it's not like something that you are gonna find in a grocery (laughs) store michael you're gonna get fired today michael it's allergy season we talk about i have allergies too and i am controlling them we talk about this all the time. The only producer in America who makes noise. <laughs> Yo, he makes he so many sounds. His, he's, he was slapping his bare legs. He dropped baseballs. I make lots of noise said, and I have lots said, of hits. We That's said, right. Mikey, we're actually compiling a file my over favorite, on the B-Pod. My favorite is when he goes... <sighs> <laughs> into the mic as he's not even participating in a conversation. <laughs> okay, I'm I'll tell you. texture. This uh-huh. is this is. We don't it, need texture. This is not fucking Food Network. We got it, buddy. <laughs> Listen to this. My first episode, we're recording it. He goes, guys, I gotta be honest. We gotta stop and start over. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the balls. It was it honestly, was, he yeah. was right though. He was right, but it was just so unnerving. The delivery was. Eh, it was so unnerving. That's but he New Jersey. Right. Yeah, I would say something like that because I go, ah, that doesn't sound that bad. Uh, it's better to know before you leave the studio. Hundred percent. Mike was right. It's a good producer who can be honest. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and very rude. <laughs> Unbelievably rude. So rude and so noisy. Yeah. So noisy. But oh, a big cock. So you yeah, know, that's yeah. right. You take Huge. the good with the bad. He'll just be like tapping his foot, and I go, "Yeah, we can hear. We can all hear that. Even yeah. if the mics aren't picking it up, it's wildly distracting." Here, it's through my headphones on the other side. We talked about this uh, the last time you were in. Yeah. How, how it literally so many just, sounds there's so yeah. much anxiety slappy dappy pulsing. over there yeah. I go can I get you a beta blocker I mean what can we do about yeah. this yeah. some meditation I classes feel okay. I want you to some be okay my man. you gotta ground your body baby boy yeah. I'm trying so uh, you mentioned to us before we started recording that you've been smoking since you were a kid yeah since how young 14 14 started Damn. smoking ciggies what 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 happened what happened though you know trouble at home yeah I hear you hanging what out kind of at the mall too much what kind of what flavor um, of let's trouble go, let's go right into it yeah um, so happy Mother's Day my, yeah happy Mother's Day my um my dad had an affair with my best friend's mom oh, oh juicy, juicy and as moved fuck. across the street oh Oh, and my girl. mom oh. never recovered. So I, I, I don't know that I'm going to recover after hearing that. Then they moved into a house in the same town, and then the other parent passed away in the middle of this. Oh, uh, wait, which parent? Like the, the, her, your her best friend's husband, dad? Yeah, yeah. Oh, passed away like right wow. in the middle of this, and so there was From just a broken very, heart. It was just he just got owned. Just, yeah. I think he, I death by yeah. owning. He's like, you know, what? let's start <laughs> over and do another life. Yeah, fuck. And so, um, 
How were you told this information? And out honestly, I'm surprised that cigarettes were the worst thing that came out of it. That's amazing. Oh, it wasn't, Good for you. but that's the only one that's lasted. Oh, okay, I see. That's like my oldest. At hope. a Pizza Hut? Yeah, so Pizza Hut. So both parents, who? Well, who? I was the last to know. So now this is like something that goes throughout my relationships now. Oh. Am I, am I going to be the last to know? Don't let me be the last Is there a reality going on and I think things are one way Yo. and and, uh, they're not, and they're a different way? Yo, you got tricked. This is why I really struggle also with like, and this is like a lame thing, but like I hate talking shit about people because uh-huh. I hate making people feel like things are one way. Uh-huh. And then really they're another way. Uh-huh. Oh, I see. You don't want to like do Like if I'm them. nice to your face. Yeah. You think things are one way. Yeah. We're friends. Right. Yeah. And then I go just dog you out. Yeah. Anytime yeah, I do yeah. that. I've, well, that sucks. All like, yeah. No, but like it's all related to that feeling of like, I don't like that feeling. So, Nobody does. So for a long yeah. time, there were no suspicions on your part of like. No, there something... were. There was a Brian Adams concert or some red flags. Yo, Brian <laughs> Adams concert. The night Princess Diana died at Yo, Jones Beach. There were some red flags. I remember that night. There were some red flags. Okay. Yeah. So what was the yeah. red flag? What were the red flags? Well, the red flag was that my mom wasn't invited, but then randomly she was there. The other, my friend. Maybe mom she suspect. Oh, okay. Was okay. there, and I said to my mom, like, I saw. Oh, shouldn't say the name. That's we'll bleep it. Out. We'll bleep, bleep it. Out. it. Yeah. Um, she was there, and my mom goes, "Really?" And it was not something that was known. Okay. Was she there? Was she there with your dad? Kind of. Okay. But this is years before things came out into okay. the light. So, so did your cooking. mom have like suspicions, it seems? I think she's traumatized in her. Yeah. Yeah. Did your best so friend, this is your best friend's yeah. mom. And he's, he's, we're still great friends. Okay. Did he have any inkling of something going on? Um, he was really into sports. <laughs> so he didn't have, he didn't have to do it. He this. was fine. He was playing <laughs> hockey. You know what I mean? Like he didn't have, like I did cigarettes, but he was doing sports. So oh. he was, so he had a, he an was, outlet. Yeah. And so they sat you down at a Pizza Hut? Who sat you down? My dad said, uh, I'm moving out. It was just me and my dad. Oh. And I was the last to know. And he said, I'm moving out and I'm moving me and <laughs> naming it. Me and her are moving in together. Uh-huh. Wow. So you got two. Uh, we're getting a divorce. Yeah. Your parents are getting a divorce. And I've already started something up with yeah. your best friend's mother. Right. And, and then, did it ruin Pizza Hut for you? D- did I still go? Yeah, I still went. Yeah. And did I still enjoy the breadsticks? Of course. But there's <laughs> always a little something that comes up. Parents shouldn't bring their children to restaurants to give them bad news. My mom brought me to an IHOP and then told me that she was separating from my dad. Oh, maybe that's why IHOP yeah. makes you, gives you a stomach ache. Maybe it's not. Maybe, maybe it's not. Yeah. So emotional. Yeah. So emotional. And I didn't see it coming, but you you kind of Yeah, I knew that something was wrong. Mm. So, there, so I just was unhappy at home. Across the street? So the first my dad moved across the street and then they moved to another house. They bought a house in the same town. So he just took all his stuff from your house. So here's and, and walked across the street to her house. It was a it was a third house across the street next wow. to her house. It was Oof. apartments. So it's okay. a little more fluid in yeah. an apartment type of situation. You know, it's apartments still. they come and go. You rent them, you don't. Did you see him you know. walking out with her? After yeah, they- yeah, yeah. And then I remember. Well, so now he took their bed. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't so want that anymore. Your mom. my mom slept on the floor. Oh, and then my they he had the bed over there. Why did they so now? To, very, she didn't, um, like didn't didn't your neighbor already have a bed though? Like why did no? This was for the so it was like our apartment, her apartment, 
the third apartment where they my he briefly lived there. Oh, 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 oh! I see what you're saying. A and third then apartment. they moved into. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. weird. Was oh weird. my god, and torturous. It was torture. That seems like war torture for it was your mother. Torture. Oh my god, and, and it was you, torture like, for the kids too. Jesus. And then they made us go to this house. We hated having to go like in this house. Wow. There was just weird shit going on all the time. Everyone just bugged out. So these circumstances, so- I just never really understand yeah, because it's like it. just no one in the world is this great. That you have to do this level of destruction to a family to be yeah. with them. I've, I've there's tried no to, per- yeah. I've never met. I've been around for 37 years. Never met anyone even close to that great. I've tried to explain, like as an adult, where the where like the anger comes from. Sure, because he's like me and your mom. We weren't working. And I go. I know. Yeah, you absolutely should have gotten divorced. Right. We're not right for each other. Right, hundred percent. Yeah, it's not that. Yep, it's that we were begging you mm-hmm. not to do this, mm-hmm. and it was so important. Mm-hmm. That you're so special, right? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Begging you not to do what to have to just to just make this life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make force us into this life where we're blending as a family, uh, and we were all friends. God, force blend, man. Like we believe. have brothers who are the same age, and uh, our moms were friends. Wow. So he's still with this woman, actually. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's, so that's, 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 that's worth something. That's worth something. I gotta say, that, that happens a lot, though. That happens yeah. a lot. But it, I, I would imagine if I were that woman, your best friend's mom, who's now your dad's partner, you know, the relationship started off cheating. But I guess sometimes if it's meant to be and you're just meant to be with somebody else, then maybe you can maintain it. Yeah. Clearly. And I think, um, I forget what it's called, but when you invest so much in something, yeah. you're not going to give up. Right give away. up. Yeah. I was going to make it work. I was thinking it was more of that than that they were actually meant to be together. It was more like we're going to be embarrassed if at this point we break up because we, right. we, we tore apart two families. Yeah. And it's but, like, oh man, the, but, your dad was getting into another love and probably in that exciting period as your mom's heart was just utterly shattered. Yeah. And this was like great puberty time for me. So oh, it was a lot of like girl. anger. Yeah, yeah. It's just the sexuality mixes with the anger. Yeah. Oh. Like when you, you know what I mean? Uh, when you come into it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. But I wanted to say it's not all negative because I do really like we do have some great fun times now. Like we have a great family. Oh, nice. Like we make it work. Do you hang out with your stepmom? Yeah, we hang out. All the time. Oh, is she cool? I mean, she, you was she ever like, sorry. You no, they, actually, they would. They would <laughs> They were, they're, they're like catchphrase. They came up with a catchphrase. It would be like, we're not going to apologize. Oh, that's their catchphrase. Nice. Yes. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. That's fucking... And that's we, cold as ice. I know. It's ice cold. But I think, you know, you learn to... I really wanted a family, so I was going to fight to have a family. Yeah. So that's did my you, family, and I love them. Did uh-huh. you have to watch your mom fall apart? Unfortunately, yes. That sucks, man. What were her... What was the ways that she expressed her feelings? It was, I don't think there was a day without tears for mm. 20 years. Oh, wow. wow, wow but wow, now, wow. hold on, full circle. She's with a great guy now. Yay. That she met, they met late in life. Okay. And they have, they're so good for each other. They're so wow. good to each other. They she do fun that. things. They travel. They go to Knicks games. They like, oh, hell yeah. It's awesome. Okay, good. She finally they just got, got married hers. like a year ago. Oh, thank but God. between a year ago and like, Whatever, 2020 years, yeah. years ago. Terrible. Not great. Oh, she needed no that. No money, like living with roommates. You know? Mm. Oh, my God. Not good. Oh, wow. It does, It did get better. Yeah. It got better for her. It's Thank beautiful. God. Mm. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> you could, well, all right. So now that I've upset everybody. No. I mean, it's, I need we a don't cigarette. all come from. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. I hear you. So you were spoken at 14. How are you getting them? Just asking your older uh, brother? Deli and things on Central Avenue. Hell, Madaba, yeah. I'm a Dava Deli and Yeah, they don't card. <laughs> 
They don't card. Yeah. There's two spots, Madaba Deli and Fleetwood. Oh, and my things essential. Shout out. Wow, how did, wow. How did seeing that, the way your ha- parents handled their romantic relationships, plural, affect your romantic relationships and interactions with partners? Um, It's a lot of fear. Like, because <clears throat> my mom would tell me, sorry, <clears throat> my mom would tell me, like, you know, I married your father and it ruined my life. Sweet. So I'm in a position where I'm close to getting married now. Mm. And do you know how many times I've said, take the ring back? Right. Oh, right. wait, so you're in, you're engaged, but not... No, I'm not engaged because I said, I just need more... I, I just started therapy. So you said, take the <laughs> ring... So you were proposed to, but you said, no, no, take no, no, the no. ring back? I knew that we were... We picked that ring. Oh, 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 oh okay, I said, together. just... Don't buy it. Don't, don't get bring it, yet. it. Don't give it to me yet. yet. Just don't bring it around here. <laughs> just don't yeah. bring it around here yet. Yeah, I got. I got to work some shit because out because it is like a real fear. Like if you make a mistake, it'll ruin your life. Right. Right. And right. it's not that serious. You could actually get divorced. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I have a pretty good sense of who I am. Like I'm pretty confident in some ways. Like, mm-hmm. and also it's unfair. Um, I mean, like you know, I understand what your mom means when she said I married your dad and it ruined my life. But like she has pull in the situation. That's True. what I try to remember. Like I can yeah. make different choices, right? Like I don't have to put my daughter in the van and go throw the shit on the dad's lawn. Oh, <laughs> that is I hilarious. I could do it though. if I want to, but I don't have to. Right, right, right. It's an option that you can choose not to take. Right, incredible. Right. And then it's 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 a bummer that that he then had emotional control over her for like 20 years after, even though that they were separated. That's a bummer. It sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you do see, yeah, it is a risk, but <laughs> love is a risk. risk. Loving is a somebody risk. is a risk. It is a risk. And that happened to you at such a pinnacle age for you. Like, you know, those like childhood trauma and shit like those grooves get carved. Right. But like when you're coming of age and trying to like figure yourself out and then you're just blindsided, like I imagine that situation took the spotlight over anything else that was going on in any of your there lives. There was nothing else going on. Right, 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 nothing. right. Except for me and my ciggies. Yeah. Down by the train tracks. Glad you had those. <laughs> so emo. Isn't it? Down by the 7-Eleven? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Down by the 7-Eleven parking lot, just... <sighs> you have siblings? You have an older brother? A brother. Just that? And two, just... and then two stepbrothers. Two stepbrothers. Mm-hmm. Oh, from from the yeah. blended family. Yeah. You know. How you, and your older brother took it well? Uh, no. Well, I don't know how well, you take that responded, well. Well, um, he responded, he just got really into drumming. <laughs> That's so all really he does is outlet. drum. He's still a drummer. Yeah, yeah. You get a, lot a of successful we, drummer, or uh, works every, you know works oh, all the time. A working drummer. That's yeah. awesome. Um, Makes his money through. But you know, ha, how you doing? Good. Everything mm. okay? Yep. Oh, he's like not. He can't. He's not here. Through he's words. not here. But it, but on a tom tom, he'll tell you everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'll tell you what you need to know about him. But you get him. On you that get set. that man on a tom tom. Give him a high You're gonna hat. get the whole story. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, so, whoa. Um, did you have trouble getting to know yourself as you got older? Totally. I was not in my body until I was maybe 26 years old. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Truly, I, I was not even Disassociating. present. I was yeah, not yeah. even present. I was, unfortunately, also, like, I got into drugs as well. Uh-huh. What kinds? Coke, pills. Yeah. Booze. Yeah, yeah. That'll, so, that'll, that'll make you exit your body for a minute. Yeah, so I was doing that for a good, like, decade. And you are just now going to therapy? No, I've been gone. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't get to it yet. Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. other things to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right. now I can. That's the first time I'm going to therapy with a specific thing. Like, this thing is happening, and these things that have happened in the past are causing me this feeling, and I want to work on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've gone to general. Like, I don't fucking know. 
lady. Yeah. I'm not feeling great. Well, right. Fix me right, 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 right. Mm. Yeah. But and have uh, you had any revelations in these previous therapies, do you feel? Yeah, I mean, I had a, my therapist was like a witch. She was fucking awesome. Oh, that's cool. Um, like an actual, like a Wiccan? Yeah, yeah but no. But oh, like, witchy. She's Sounds just a witchy. Up my alley. Okay. Yeah, she was awesome. She probably saved my life. Oh. Yeah, she definitely taught me how to love myself. Like, but she loved me, which is not appropriate. Oh, I, I guess. Oh, really? she, like your therapist liked you too much? No, no, no. I think like that's her style of therapy, which some people go, I've never known. My, yeah, I've never had know, a relationship like this. Before. And I go, I love her, and uh-huh. she taught me how to love myself. Just because I'm like, she'll always be there for me. Uh-huh. Yeah, she held you in unconditionally high regard. Yeah, like the bitch never touched me, but she held me emotionally. Right, right. right. She touched your heart, which is the first time that I ever <laughs> she, felt like safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. Yeah, I worked with a trauma therapist, and she like tried to cultivate like a vibe with us similarly, but I, I kind of uh, like her that much. So I moved on to another woman, Anne Marie, and she, 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 we have like a mother daughter semblance Same. of a relationship that I'm like, Oh, but sometimes when you feel like when she first was acting that way towards you, your therapist, where you were like, yeah, get away. Like, you're, well, first you I go, like it. one day I came in, I was like, is this a fucking cult? Tell me right now, bitch. Mm. Okay. And she was like, dude, no, that's what someone in a cult would say though are you actually calling each other bitch and dude or is i this... would call her bitch yeah okay I'd be like, what's yeah. up bitch love you oh okay <laughs> but in like a positive but she didn't way. say dude no she'd be sweetie right it's okay. all good bitch. how old how old like much older than you was she uh 50 60 like 50s into 60s i went to her for like okay eight years nice okay, that's interesting. oh so you had like a really long lasting relationship and then her. i just she was the one i called when i was having my engagement ring meltdown hmm. and she said i'm gonna send you someone I'm g- she goes, I'm going to gift you a little breath coach session. Ooh. So I went to work. that. I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Enough. That's well, bad news if your engagement like gift is breath work. I know. <laughs> well, that's why, yeah. I'm like, w- I, like, I still want a real engagement gift when it happens. Right. <laughs> Just to clarify. Just to clarify, this is a- Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bitch. Listen to it. Anyway, so I just started again like with a specific purpose, which I had never done before. Yeah. Instead of generalized, like, I don't want to fucking be here. It's more totally. like there's a thing that's happening. That's yeah. good. Um, when do you think you'll – so when you think you're ready, are you going to go to your boyfriend? You can propose to me now? <laughs> or I'll maybe I'll propose to him. Ooh, I love that. Turn the tables. I'm I so curious to know I, what you're – I also don't think I want to rock. Oh, yeah. I just decided. I think I want a diamond engaged – like, wedding ring. That's a rock. Yeah, instead of, like, an engagement ring. Uh, I'm just – it doesn't matter. But it, the engagement ring is the rock, and then usually it's a band that is, is a set. I know what it usually is. So then you just I don't, want, don't the want the band, the additional band. So then what would you get You're at the confusing wedding? Me. <laughs> it's a two piece set. I know. I only want one piece. Oh, so you just want one ring, yeah. one rock, one diamond. But yeah. then what? what the, then what do you do at the wedding? I get that ring. I don't get an engagement ring. Oh, so oh, you just, okay. it's just a verbal Yeah, this agreement. is also not even important for me to think about. This is like a distraction for me to think about. Um, I was going to say, I was like, it seems like we're really, get, yeah, <laughs> we're getting ahead of Focusing ourselves. Focusing on details, though. <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. And then also, see, it feels like the fact that you only want one on the actual day means you can put it off as long as possible <laughs> and not feel trapped. Because I have a meltdown. I'll have it at the wedding when he puts the <laughs> ring on me in the middle of the ceremony in front of my friends and family. Like, there is something suffocating about wearing a piece of, it, it feels, it just, to me, it always feels like pissing on someone's hand like to mark your territory yeah. it feels constricting yeah even just thinking about it in theory also how much are rings you said you i mean it was nice but um it was his mom's stone okay with and then we we're gonna put it in something else in a new oh, setting that's nice i like that it was really nice. some type of but then i kept being heirloom. like where would i wear this 
I'm like very cash. Where yeah. would I wear it? You you just have you're supposed to put it on yeah. just always. I know, but it's taking <laughs> me a long time to learn these so. lessons. You're like, yeah. where these would I wear are it? Hard. Like it's and the, costume and the going, jewelry. <laughs> and the lady's going like, yeah. And the lady, well, because I'm so cash. I'm like, what? Like when I'm vaping, I have right. like a huge rock. Some jeans, yeah, yeah. With a fucking diamond ring on. Okay. I mean, hey, fine. I don't know, man. I, d- rings. I don't really care about them. And I'm like, that's a lot of money. That's yeah. so much money that you could use towards like a down payment or a fucking vacation that you'll never forget. Jewelry yeah. is an asset, though. So it's not like oh, it's like, it's it like a, a car where it's like losing value and you take it off the lot. Well, the, one of the comics I was working with this weekend was saying he proposed to his girlfriend and then they broke up. And he was like, thank God. She g- he gave she gave him the ring back. He paid three grand for the ring. And then he said he tried to resell it and the value was only three hundred. I'm like, oh. what the fuck? He got tricked then yeah. in the initial. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sounds like trickery. Also, she does not have to give that ring back. Okay, Mike, coming in strong over there. I'm, I'm just saying. Once you, get, that's the thing about being, getting legal. Yeah. You don't have to, yeah. right? But, but I don't think. But she I would never. It. I think. Yeah, anyone with integrity. Is yeah, I'm not, yeah, I would never. I don't that. want that. That's bad juju. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and the resale value apparently is not high. I guess depending, he got tricked when he bought it. Yeah. Um, how? But the ring mean? is not the issue. We met at the Seven Eleven in high school. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, yeah, in high school. But so, we haven't been together since then. Right. Yeah. Okay. So he was like a. a I was like really into him. For years. For years. And we like made out and he will. Okay. So we went to different high schools. Okay. Because he went to private school and I went to public school. Okay. But he worked at the pool with some of my so friends. Jersey. Yeah. Well, I'm from fucking Westchester. Right. I know. It's great. Um, and uh, so he worked at the town pool one summer, like when, the first summer he was back from college. Ooh. And then I just met him at the parking lot. <laughs> You know, We'd like cruise down the city or yeah. whatever, you know, like make out whatever, you know, the vibes. But then he was like, "No, um, you're not my girlfriend." Oh, yeah. And I was like, like he was like now. in college, you know. And then I and then I ran into him again when I was in college, and we like drove out to um, what's that place called North Fork? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we, I saw him at a bar, and then we drove out to the North Fork. Mm-hmm. It's weird. And I was living at the 92nd Street Y, and he drove me home the next morning, and Bill Clinton was speaking. Ooh, <laughs> wow. A lot of weird, a lot yeah, of yeah. culture happening during your life events. I know, I'm like Forrest Gump right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. Not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Forrest Gump. So how, when, so then it was on we ran and off. Into, Yeah, so then when, it was never on. The, during those off. periods, it was never on. It was just like, okay, into each other, but like, whatever. Then he like moved to Russia for a long time. Oh. In Russia. He could be KGB. I don't know how, he won't say where he stands on Putin. Um... <laughs> And uh, what was he doing in Russia? Teaching English. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, playing the cross. Mm-hmm. Huh. Who knows? Who knows what they do over there? Yeah. To be honest. And then, um, and then, uh, yes, yeah, I saw him like in at I was like rapping at a bar in Bushwick, <laughs> and then we like walked past each other. I was like, oh my god, hey, keep what a love him. story. Yeah. Wow. And then, he, and then I was like, okay, well, I'll see you around. And then we like walked away. And then I kind of stood outside. I was like, I don't think I'm gonna leave until I see him again, because we. Like it was, it was over for the night. It was like right. he was. He literally went there looking for another girl that he had just met at a concert. Oh, he like followed her there. Wow, not like oh. in a creepy way. Yeah. But she was like, meet me there. Whatever. Yeah, and then he, so he was like looking for who, whoever this person was. I was like, I think I'm just gonna stay outside. He got a little gut inkling. Yeah, yeah. It was like a little feeling. Yeah. And then I saw him. And I was like, hey. Me. And that's it. And and, and then it, you guys then, ended up hanging out together. That girl wasn't there. Yeah, I guess he couldn't find her. So he got he got a consolation prize. <laughs> For seven years, yeah. years, but then we didn't start like we were on official for a long time, and then we Did were you up, hook and up down. that night. Yeah, he came over, but he nice. was like drunk, and I wasn't. Uh, so I didn't drink during that time. Did you fuck him? We did. Yeah, but it wasn't. I was like, I don't think I'll do that again. Yeah, I, as a as a woman, like, gotta be honest. I mean, and I don't want this. Like when one person's intoxicated, not, the other one isn't. Not into it. 
Yeah. Not Although it. I've been wasted and wanted my sober boyfriend to have sex with me a lot. That's happened yeah, a lot. Was but it the first time you had sex or you had had sex that previously? That was the first time we had sex. Like, yeah. Oh, sex, yeah. wow. That's cool. So that's a build yeah. up, really. Yeah. But Shit. then, But then I was like. It's not good because he wasn't really there. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. all right, we'll never see him again. Oh. And, and then, then. And then we just kind of stayed in touch. Months went by. He kept being like, I want to do this. I want to do that. Blah, blah, blah. And then we just started. Like, I think we went on a date. Oh, okay. Like a real date. At last. I think so. That really is like if it's meant to be, it'll happen. Yeah. You know? And then it wasn't meant to be. Oh, wow. It I was, was just, and then it yeah. wasn't. I was going to say, like, do you feel like you like wore him down or like what? what no, is... I didn't even, I was putting no effort in. Right. right. It didn't seem like you were Neither chasing Neither of us him. were putting any effort in. Right. Yeah, we just kept crossing paths. Right. Well, because you had really liked him previously, but then you yeah, were kind of like. Yeah, but in a way it was as, like a high school crush. Not yeah. you were I wasn't any, like, you know, you, holding you lost, a flame for him. Yeah. <laughs> he lost his luster for you uh, over the years. Yeah. It was just, it was like oh, next to nothing almost, except the fact that we just kept. Okay. Meaning, you're like, what the fuck? You again? Why'd you say okay like that? That was funny. No, because I'm, I, I, because now I'm like, okay, well, then if neither person has a passion for each other, how does this ignite after all this time? I guess what I'm saying is that it it wasn't like, um, for the, all those years that we would run into each other, we weren't like in contact. Yeah, of course. We were just like passing the night. Yeah. Oh, I like that person. Yeah, right, right, right. And then just keep it moving. And then you like, didn't live in the country. I live different places, you know. Uh You just forgot about each other. Yeah, it just wasn't like, wasn't you know like it wasn't on your mind didn't take up any writing letters and stuff yeah (laughs) right what happened but i'll never forget like i have an image of him in my head like leaning in the car window when i was like 17 i was like i'll marry him Uh uh-huh huh yeah yeah. i feel like when a woman knows she knows not necessarily true i've thought that a lot of times very inaccurate yeah that's funny (laughs) very inaccurate (laughs) (laughs) that you thought you were gonna be with somebody that you weren't yeah of course Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 um how was that date that it you eventually was, went on. We went to where did we go? I think we went to Parm. Oh my god! And then he goes, we sit down to order. He goes, but I just had two slices of pizza next door. He I go, said that. I go, what do you mean? He ate before he the goes, date. Like, he goes, I was starving. I was like, okay. Oh my god. He's a meatball. I kind of like that. Oh okay. We'll tell you meatball. Yeah, and it was fun. And then we kind of just like went on dates for a while. Sometimes two people work together when like they're one person's ridiculous, like doesn't bother the other person. Like that could be a huge point for yeah. like, a bond between two people. It didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. I just go, you're so weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You appreciated it in a yeah. way. Or you were perplexed and by it. And then I think it. we went to a depressing movie. I think we saw the movie The Room. Remember that? It was uh-huh. like Oh, with Brie Larson? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Was a bummer. yeah. It was really depressing. Yeah. And then I don't even think he came over. I think we just went on a date. Wow. Yeah. And then, and then just, you like, fall went in on love. Dates, and then we fall in love. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's so cool. And then how is it? Like, how has your relationship evolved over seven years? Well, so then after the love part, <laughs> we were in. Because um, <laughs> that does go Post love. Yeah. I mean, after the first love, I mean, we were in very different places in our life. Like, I didn't drink at all during that time. Okay. And he loved to drink. Mm-hmm. Big party boy. Alcoholic so caused, or? Yeah, he doesn't drink anymore. Let's put it that way. Got it. <laughs> he had to stop. <laughs> did you have a convo about it, or did he oh, come it was more than own? a convo. I mean, there was a meltdown. It's a jail. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah there, was a, there was a cheating scandal. There was a oh shit, and then you there was kind you? of yeah, and there was kind of like a year of that's just just that up and down like blocking. Then we're outside each other's house. Then we're in, yeah. then we're on the beach. Then we're saying when we get off the plane, we're not totally. speaking again. Then we're speaking in the, thrilling. Then we're fucking in like the next week. Yeah, and then yeah. we're saying I'm just you know he's in the car outside, and then I'm in the car, and then I get mm-hmm. off the train at a different stop so that I could just be like I'm in you know, and just, yep. we couldn't stay away from each other. 
Yeah. Oh, that's so that's interesting. And that went on for a year. You experienced cheating in it and it worked out, which is a common thing. We ta- we've talked about this before that sometimes it's not the worst thing. It kind of can make you closer in a way. Yeah. I've read if a lot about that. If you can get that. through it. Yeah. So how do you get through it in your situation? Mm, well, you definitely, he's, or the person that cheats has to be okay with you going a psycho for a while. I know <laughs> yeah. Like, and they have to like really just take it on the chin. I hate to say it. I, I, like, I totally I'm, agree because like, you I'm have that Like I'm taking the watch I gave him and I'm smashing it yeah. against the fucking you know, wall and I'm going, fuck you. And you, he just has to be like, I'm so sorry. Like, right. Wow. And if know? he does remain in that sorry yeah. state as you're freaking out, you're like, oh there's some mm-hmm. potential here could you walk us through how you found out and then Oof. what perspired after that i gotta be honest i don't know if i should okay why is you get mad again it's because it's just such a dead there was some drama with the person and i just don't want to oh i see you don't have yeah. to rehash it up okay i just it's just so old that right yeah 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 for I her for her sake uh, okay right you don't want her to this is my growth yeah for sure it's compassionate that's really i understand everybody uh-huh. position in this right that's really whereas nice. i could only understand my own pain yep that's what she does time. that's why it's it's very heightened emotional thing to happen to yeah. somebody but now like i get it and i don't think it's the worst thing i think the sex is great <laughs> like, post-cheating sex yeah. is better than pre-cheating sex could be it's wow. very heightened Ooh. it's very like d- d- life and death so at what point in the relationship did you guys did watch the, the white lotus no no i don't okay watch, but i know well, it's all the rave well, yeah I think that they did a really good job with that particular subject. Yeah. I read Esther Perel's book, uh, State of Affairs. I love that bitch. And that, you know, I love you know when that bitch, You know when that bitch says, you, you're going to have three or four relationships in your life, and sometimes you'll have them with the same person? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel oh, about it. No, yeah. I, that's so interesting. Yeah. I, I'm The person I'm with now, we've had several iterations mm-hmm. of our relationship, and a lot of them are very toxic. And then now it's like super healthy. And you're like, I know. Isn't that funny? I don't know how that and, happened. And sometimes you go, I'll take a little toxic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear I you. I'm a little toxic right Well, now. it's too, if you get like nerdy about it, your nervous system is used to like these heightened dramatic situations. Mm-hmm. So sometimes those calm waters, you're like, what the fuck is this? You just go, really? So we're just going to sit here and eat dinner together for the rest of our fucking lives? Yeah. And watch our TV shows and really? just kiss each other? Really? <laughs> the fuck is that bullshit? <laughs> That's the proposition. Oh. We sit here and smile at each other nicely for the rest of our lives. News <laughs> fast. No one. But wants then I it. go. But that was my greatest, um, like, want in the world. What to it was eat like dinner? A home. Oh, like a just like a, like love. a family, like a stable family. Yeah, stable like love. a love, a babe. Yeah. Okay. So you got cont- it. a container. Yeah. But then sometimes you bounce off the walls of the container. Right. Could I ask you more about how you freak the fuck out? Oh yeah, sure. Well, and also just what, at what point in the seven year relationship did this occur? Uh, just a time frame. So this was like maybe eight months into the official dating. Oh, okay. Very new. Okay. So got early. It. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And it went on for maybe six months or something. Okay. So one person or multiple one person? Oh, so one he was che- cheating. It wasn't a one time cheating. It was multiple times. Fair. Yeah. Wow, I'm very impressed that you guys very got, got past that. Yeah, that's a huge. That's that I had speaks a, to your yeah. emotional maturity. Well, let's say if you had seen me then, yeah, you wouldn't I be saying you. so mature. Yeah, I mean, I was really bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was I really upset for too. a long time, and I really didn't know what was true. And you know, you question your whole. You don't know. If so you got retriggered every, from that inst- that initial thing that your parents bestowed on exactly. you. Exactly. So that's why I had such a big reaction, mm-hmm. says, was, my, says my witch therapist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was yeah. there like a moment or, or a specific reason you can remember why you didn't just leave? 
Um, I tried a lot of times and it just didn't. I was I'm more unhappy with, but without, without him. Without him. Interesting. Okay. It's like the songs always go. Yes, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the songs always go. And he obviously came back to you as well. So, um, but hmm. when you were free, so you you took his watch and you slammed it. Yeah, but then then I kept going. This is so well made because <laughs> it wouldn't, it wouldn't break. Isn't that annoying? <laughs> That I was sucks. like, are you fucking kidding me? Wow, that is a beautiful watch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's nothing worse because I've gotten angry many times, not that long ago, so mad that you try to break something. And there's you cannot. nothing worse than when you're so mad you throw a childlike temper mm-hmm. tantrum trying to break something and the object won't break and you get more angry. Yeah, and being the comedian I am, I could, of course, appreciate the humor. Of course. It's hilarious. I'm a professional. Yes. Thank God. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't lost on me. Like, this is kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like slapsticky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> what was it going to What else did you do that was a rageful? Um, that it was immature, according to you, uh, with your reaction? I guess it was, maybe I take that back. Maybe it wasn't immature, like hitting him, yelling at him, mm-hmm. going to the phone, demanding to know what's going on, demanding com- complete compliance. <laughs> They use that language. Yeah. Did you no, go through I, his phone in front of that. him or of behind course. him? Of course. I'd be like, give me your phone. Yeah. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Let's see it. Yeah. And was he like, okay? Yeah. For the most part, he'd be like, okay. And sometimes he'd be like, are you fucking kidding me still? Sometimes yeah. he'd be like, I just had a thought that made me mad. So, yes, yeah, still. Yeah. Yeah. yeah is yeah, it yeah. still to this day if you say, give me the phone? Or not is really. Now we just talked last night. We we're like, sometimes cheating is cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did? Sometimes yeah. cheating is cool. Like, That's or not, great. it's not cheating, but like maybe just once a year. Oh, but so has there been cheating since that no. cheating? I mean, not that I know of, Nothing but I, else, yeah. I'll never be so sure of anything again. Right. and that I guess that's a wound that does last. Like, does, I'll never say wait. anything with complete certainty. Yeah. And that's it, okay. And you're fine with that. Okay. I mean, that's life. Well, I, yeah. yeah. What do you, you can't have complete certainty anyway. And there's sure. nothing I can do. I could stand there and watch what he does. Sure. I, could, I can't stop but him. But that's not what no he's going to no, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't want yeah, to. You want to have fun too. So, you know? Yeah. 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 There's just control elements of cheating that makes you like lose your shit. Mm-hmm. I think and that's why that's why I developed a cuckold fetish because I'm like if you fuck somebody in front of me I then it's like okay yeah. I love it yeah it turns me on so much but I'm like part of the turn on is the control yeah because really at the end of the day I'm the one in control right so I like that you're like I'm the you're like roll sound yeah yeah I'm yeah. the director stop fucking now <laughs> yeah 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 it's pretty cool it's pretty cool you put a new hat on roll sound <laughs> <laughs> So cheating can make sex better. Cheating can be cool. Um, And it can be, and it can ruin your life. It can be many things. It can be many things. Yes. Wow. It's how you react to it, I guess. And the state of of your bond uh, and your connection before, during, and after. Yeah. I think you choose what you can live with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely true. And like your parents, with your parents' instance, there was cheating, but it wasn't a good relationship. It wasn't meant to be. So instead of, you know, bowing out of it respectfully for everybody involved, there was chaos created. And I think, um, I think we don't have a family. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that there was different elements in like my parents' situation where it's like, you're really like irresponsible. 
Whereas this, it's like, you know, we're just figuring it out. Yeah, sure. That's all you can do. And you make up your own rules. You play by you your own do. rules. You do. I mean, and then, you know. Did you have to go with your friends? Say? Well, I was, I was just <laughs> so funny. I was just going to ask you, you know, did you have friends that were like, when, you, when he cheated, they're like, fuck him. We hate of him. Course. And you were like, yeah, we do. We fuck him. And then yeah. you got back together and you're like, actually, uh, we're back together now. So don't fuck I him. mean, God bless my girls. You Friends know, just kind of got to roll with. You really got to roll with it. And the, and the truth is, some of the relationships, well, let me not say that. Rewind. Yeah, I just won't say that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, we put all this shit on the street. Yeah. And then and then I would, like, see them across the street. Your friends. And I'm with him again. Yeah. And, and I go, hide, bro. It's good news. I, no, no, no. I, I go, hide, 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 hide. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that for a little while. But at the end of the day, you're going to do what you're going to do. And, you know, f- at our age, friendship shouldn't be so close and codependent <laughs> that, that it really matters who you date. Well, I mean, I, me. I, 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 I think friendship you. should be close, but I agree with you because I mean, I think the mistake is like, it's like, uh, if you just never ask your friends what they think of your partner, then you're, you're, fine. you're in the clear. I never ask yeah. and I don't yeah. care. Yeah, I yeah, truly yeah. don't from the bottom yeah. of my heart. I don't care what my family or my friends think of my partner. As long as they're, my partner is being nice, yeah. cordial to mm-hmm. my friends. For sure. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah that's true. So the it's mistake is in the asking. Right. Because yes. I'm like, I'm like, also, I would never offer my opinion unless I was directly asked. So, yes. Right. So that's another thing. Because I was like, some some friends just fucking say, give you feedback. And, and I literally go, yeah, I've never asked you for feedback. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't care. I don't. You're trying to your control boyfriend. your situation. Someone said that to me the other day. They go, hey, I'm sorry if it sounded like I was asking for advice. <laughs> I was like that's hilarious I was like my bad you're totally right yeah I'm gonna use that I was like yo totally right my yeah bad. yeah yeah cause I, I used to have a toxic friendship with somebody that I'm not friends with anymore but like we would give each other opinions on each other's relationships and then she would go back to the guy that mm. did something terrible and I'm like hey that's just what you're gonna do like it's okay like we you know I'm not but then when I would get back with a guy that she was like fu- and she would be like Christine I'm so disappointed in you I'm like right. nah I don't need another mom yeah I don't need another mom. I just feel like it shouldn't be so codependent. Yeah. Friendship should be like dinner, <laughs> good vibes. Yeah. Shoulder to cry on, a friend to laugh with. Have you had codependent friends before? I am too guarded, I think. Oh. I'm not you, okay. able to achieve that level of uh, intimacy. A friendship. Does that affect you on a day to day or do you miss that or or do you do you Yeah, do I wish wonder? I could sometimes. Yeah. Have you so the therapist that you were working with for eight years didn't um teach you how to let your guard down? Uh, she tried, but you know, we have our limits. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. That guard's thick. Well, so the, the breath guy was telling me, he's like, you're so abnormally sensitive that like your whole personality is like just a a really quick series of defenses Mm -hmm. to like keep yourself from. And I think that. Oh, interesting. It doesn't really happen in my relationship. Like we're very close. Right. But for whatever reason, friendships, it can be hard for me to like be a part of a group. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like. Well, it also seems like it took so much for you to get to the point with your boyfriend that you are at now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it's a like, long what journey. am I gonna do with a friend now? Well, yeah, I cut, <laughs> it's cut, way too much. Work. We ain't going to Barbados. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Kind of exactly. I'm gonna fuck yeah, you yeah. in Barbados. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you have to, you you committed so much time and so much energy to that, and yeah, you know, you're not gonna fuck a friend at Barbados. It's I mean, off the could, table. But, I mean, I could. You could. Why not? <laughs> Open. Um, so. So, do you yeah. want kids? I do. Oh, you do? I'm That's getting nice. scared, though, about the time. Yeah. It's going. It's 35. Well, yeah. if you keep giving the, the ring back. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Fuck. I know. Then, get... Okay, so these are the, then this compounds. Right. Until I'm in a state where I can't even make 
right think clearly. It's a hamster this wheel. is what happens and i go oh my god fuck like i don't have time to blow in the wind anymore yeah if blowing mm. in the wind time over yeah well and also so what what to you is the difference you've you've already been with this guy for seven years you're already married basically yeah so exactly yeah. so that's so where's the fear then coming from and you've already been through so much and gotten through it something about like just the idea of like it's legal it's official and if you make a mistake your life is over that's what your mom said yeah why can't can, why can't you have a kid before you get married no you're right it's mm-hmm. like yeah it's your brain it's not logical yeah 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 because like you've been together for seven years just have a kid if it's the i know if, if I it's really the wedding to. that's freaking oh. you out yeah there's no order that you gotta do things then in. okay here's another level mm-hmm. okay so like <laughs> I get, I go, so, so what, we get engaged and then, and then we have to have a wedding and then like, I don't have any friends. Cause your walls. Cause of my walls. Okay. I do have friends. Okay, but and you also don't have to have I, a wedding. I do have friends, but this okay. is just like what I tell myself. Yeah. Right. Well, it's the, it's the I loop. I go, who will come? It's the loop. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, yeah. Hopefully not a lot of people you save money. <laughs> then you could go to Barbados again. True, 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 true. Or you could just do a Vegas wedding. Do you want, would you want a big wedding? Would you want no. like a, tr- yes, yeah, I literally it. don't like, that's why this, it's like a, it's like a, ma- it's just a you maze. You have to get married. It's a fake maze. Right. Because right. some of these are irrational fa- fears. They're not even like things yeah. I care about. Right. And, well, and it's, <laughs> like, you right. don't care. Right. Your, right. Mind right. Can right. Just, your mind just churns out shit, right? Your mind just churns out thoughts all day and all night. And you you choose which ones to grab hold of. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, tradition is why you grab hold of certain yeah. thoughts. But that like, shit's flowing by. You just go, come here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, fuck, how do I know what I actually fucking feel? And what's just a thought that I clung to? Yeah. Um, but would you, do you want to get married? Because you don't have to. Yeah, I want to have a family. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that seems like something you're supposed to do. But it's not as important to me. And due to the fact that it is causing me such terror, I mean. Is it important to your boyfriend? No. He was doing it because I said I wanted it years ago. So wait, what if you guys never got married but had a family? Uh, Probably. (laughs) Yeah, you should do that. That's so much money you save. And it's cool. And if you want kids, I wanted to ask you like, I, I go through these phases of wanting kids and then not wanting them, and I'm currently in like I don't under I can't imagine giving all my time to a kid. No. Wait, I like how the phase because last week you per, like you really announced did. that you wanted kids I literally know. last week, and then the week <laughs> before you said no. Well, and Mother's I was, Day, yeah, I really it's yeah. flip flops. So to me, I go well, like if my rule with tattoos, if I want a tattoo consistently for one year, then I will revisit it and possibly get it. I only have two, but with the kids thing, I'm two back and forth. How, what, when you want one, like, what is that, how does that come up in your life? Like, what, what does that look like? I just feel like I'm a mom. Okay. That, oh, you always feel that in, in your soul? Like, yeah, like, I want a daughter. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I always always say if I could 100% guarantee a daughter, then I'd have a much different perspective on having kids. Yeah. Yeah. If I I could guarantee daughter. Yeah. Can you? You can. You can. You can now. You can. You can. It's a little interfering. Yeah, but, you I know. don't. We, we have that hasn't been around long enough. That's like lazy. Right. You got to wait yeah. a good decade, and then we will talk about it. Yeah, but no. But I mean, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, and I mean, I, I can't guarantee a daughter also adoption. <laughs> like I could well, if I wanted true. to. That's yeah. true. That's true. I think Adopt that shop. it'll like my fir- my full circle life is like that. I have a daughter, and then I like give her a better time. Uh huh. Right. I feel like a lot of that. That's a very common reason that pe- that, that people want yeah to do better. So what's your relationship with your mom right now? Honestly, pretty chill. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Love nice. her. Oh, oh that's, that's great. great. She seen her yesterday. 
type she's, of and she's doing well. She lives in Queens, so it's like I see her all the time. You know, oh, that's great. How awesome. she ever apologized for? I'm guessing she was like kind of not. Let present me just for tell good, you something. If I was waiting for the apologies, yeah, then you'd, you'd, be, yeah, you'd, be, you'd be smoking much more than cigarettes. Okay. You gotta be waiting a long time. Interesting. No well, way. you have to. Yeah, giving Actually, up. Actually, you know that. what? My mom will Venmo me three hundred dollars sometimes. That's a, that's and I her think, form. Of you think that's the apology? It helps. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now. Right, right, right. It helps. Yeah. Sometimes people don't know how to use their words. No, but she'll say. Sorry, I was such a bad mom. But oh, that's well, not that's, a real. That's that's that's, that's, that's not heartfelt though. I, I understand what you're saying, but I, I think that's for people of that generation. Hundred Irish people, come on. Oh, an Irish on top of and, it, and a three hundred dollar Venmo, hun. Yeah. You're not getting anything better. Yeah. So you just go over there and you love that woman. That's okay? beautiful. Yeah. You go over there and get that fucking woman a hug. You are hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, we have a great relationship. Good. I have a good relationship with my dad too. I mean, you good. know, I just well, make the best, circle. and I just think that. Um, I was saying on. My podcast, that's what I heard. Rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that, uh, I think that having a challenging relationship with your parents, like, really prepares you to, um, really meet people where they are. A hundred, a hundred percent. And that's why I was so stunned when I went into the real world and met a bunch of absolute insane men Mm -hmm. and maniacs that I was like, I was like, I have no idea how to, I've never been treated so poorly in my entire life. And I think if you had a bad childhood, you're like, oh, I'm used to being treated poorly. Right. So this is actually, I'm well equipped to handle this. Doesn't even register. Not even register. Doesn't even register. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Darkness has been a part of my world since I was a wee one. Yeah. Or like if every like adult told me that every other adult was a liar so now like i don't totally take strong sides because i go i Mm. really can see most people's side wait so was that because of the cheating that adults were telling you oh just yeah like that whole parental group so i go yeah i think they're all right interesting they're all right in their own head that's what's really happening they all think they're right and they, they, you people build their worlds. It's wild though. Like you know, when you're an adult or when you're a child, you're supposed to have the adults are supposed to like know what they're doing, yeah. or at least feel like they got a handle. And so, watching a parent emotionally fall apart—that's where's your rock? It's tough. Yeah, where's my rock? Where is her rock? At the store, I think. <laughs> yeah, so, at the store. You don't want it yet. <laughs> but it does seem like it makes more sense for the two of you to never get to never get married. You know what? I'm obsessed with him. Yeah. And so that's all that's that's what goes. So you're still obsessed with the legal documentation. Sometimes I'm like, get away from me immediately. Of course. Of course. You can't that that will be the way it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't uh, escape that unless you get a really big house. Right. Yeah. I was the person I was with for seven years, we had a two story apartment, so that was very helpful. That was very helpful. Uh but I was pretty yeah, I was pretty obsessed with him until the very end. Obsessed. Good. So what else can you ask for, you know? What is the most important trait in a friend and why? Oh, that's not the thing you should ask yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question dinner. for you. Dinner. Dinner? Dinner's not a trait. Yes, it is. No, it's not. No. Fun to go to dinner that's with your is walls a trait. talking, Frex. Fun to go to dinner with is a trait. So no. fun. Fun is a trait. Yeah, fun. Yeah. But what does fun mean to you in a friend? Mm. Like willing to prank, willing to... Pranks? God, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's fun for me. You love, love a prank? Are I you love a prankster? I, yeah, and I, when, when I'm with another prankster, ooh, mm. it's mischievous. I like being mischievous. Mm, okay. Um, I don't even like speaking to people on the subway. This is why I have trouble with friends, because like, you go... You're Who doing, likes speaking to people on the subway? Some of these friends... I think it's kind of fun. Some of the girls want to chat, chat on the subway. Oh, oh just chat? Chat? Like, just like, how was your day? Mm-hmm. Oh, that I don't do. Mm-hmm. I like chatting with people, at, like like the people who work at Dwayne Reed. Like, actually, that's mm-hmm. my favorite mm-hmm. people to talk to, I would say. Because I, ha- I was having... I was thinking yesterday, like... 
sometimes I don't like doing stand up anymore, but I love I still love making people laugh. And I'm like, oh, it's because I feel like the people that I'm trying to make laugh these days don't mm-hmm. deserve it. Right. Whereas like I made the way the guy at Dwayne Reed laugh yesterday and I was like, he deserved it. Like I, yeah. I, I that's why I got into this, like to make someone's day better, not to make some fucking privileged person in Brooklyn go Brooklyn go. Mm. Like I will say, it's not why I'm in the game. I did a show in Brooklyn a couple, a couple nights ago, and you are so correct. Not that I didn't think you were, but I'm like, damn, it is such a different audience in Brooklyn. Yeah, you can't say shit. Like the whole place on say, fire. You can't play. You can't say negative things about people. Yeah, when you're yeah. set in Brooklyn. Including, you can't, including, including yourself. Including things about yes. yourself. Yes. I'm like, that's the fucking that's what, point. That's what drives me crazy. Yep, 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 yep. And now maybe everything I have to say is too negative about myself. Fine, but, but that's funny. But that's my choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. That also that that would as an audience member that would make me feel better. I want to hear that. Like self deprecation yeah. is hilarious. Well, I can't wait until the world gets the, all that uh, uh, all their comedians to be healthy and they find out how unfunny it is. Yep, yeah. yep, disgusting. <laughs> so, where do you see yourself in five years? Mm, I really couldn't tell you. Yeah, you live in the moment. Yeah, that's pretty sick. I can't imagine a future for myself. Now that was depressing. Now was bleak. Well, yeah, have you not, ever? Were you always like that? No, I've always been like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And but, the future's gone along just fine. Yeah. 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 Do a little bit of this, do a little bit of that. Right. Well, what would you say? Because I think it's so, so we have to end soon, but I think it's really cool. I, I love that there's an example of a couple that there was cheating and then you worked through it. Um, what would you say? If you were to give somebody tips, like, uh, you know, a couple tips to a couple who had cheating happen in their occur in their relationship, what would they be? Because you're on the other side of it, so you have a lot of wisdom to shed. I think that for me, it was um, accepting that I could have done it too. Interesting. So that means you feel less Less powerless? Yeah, that like he's not evil. Oh, he was in a tough situation. He's human and flawed. He was in a complicated situation. Okay. And if I was... Like I could see a version of myself who would have done the same thing. Interesting. Totally. So you that, put yourself yeah. in and then shoes. so you go. You know what? That's true. And well, how would I want to be treated? You, you want to be held accountable, but you don't want to be punished till you're dead. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, because a relationship cannot work on that. For anything, you don't want to be punished till you're dead. Some it's got to end sometime. Mm-hmm. Life is already a punishment. Yeah, you die. I agree. You damn fucking right, yeah. Hachi. Hachi, you're yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People used to call me that in middle school. The teacher I was in love with called me Hachi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, any other tips? So that's um, I guess that's the big one. The other one is vacation, vacation, vacation. Together. Just go on a lot Tropical of islands. Ooh. Tropics only. If you Don't fight in... Please, do not fight in Brooklyn. Fight in the tropics. Okay. Yeah. Ruin... Ruin the tropics. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he paying for all these? Yes. Okay. Oh. You get down there, you get on the beach, and you cause a scene. Oh, oh really? Wow. Do not, do not do it in Bushwick, please. Yeah. yeah. What a waste. Get down there. Yeah. <laughs> get down to PR. You're right. Get right, down right. to Miami. Mm-hmm. Get down to Aruba. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are, these are all places we went. Barbados. Everywhere. <laughs> wow. You took a lot of vacations with him. Yeah. And he paid for all of them. Yeah, you did. Hell yeah. Nice. It does seem like nice. another another uh, element that seems like it's helpful, maybe not required, but helpful, is if the person who cheated is like very sorry throughout mm-hmm. your freakouts. Not to the point where it's like, I don't want to be punished forever. Obviously, that's, you know, you have to draw a line somewhere. But their sorriness is another vital ingredient to it potentially working out afterwards. It's uh, Yeah, I should have started with that. Yeah. They have to give a shit. 
a lot of shits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and to make new memories together, they have to put in a lot of effort. Yeah. Yes. It's really corny, yeah. but you have to no, replace. That is, that is invaluable. These memories will eat you alive. Mm-hmm. Yes. These horrors. Mm-hmm. These like just spikes in your, I don't know what you call it. The spikes. Adrenaline. Will kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't put some, get down to the tropics. Yeah. <laughs> get down to Barbados. Start fighting <laughs> on the beach. Get a fucking coconut. Yeah. Just fuck there. Yeah. Don't fuck, fuck here. Get out of here. Just go fuck there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Frex, this has been incredible. Thank you so much. I love for you being guys. On the podcast. Can't believe you know. I can't believe I never really met you in person. No, I know when you walked it's in, been, I was like, oh, I've, I, I feel like I know you, but I've never met you in person. Yeah, during the pandemic, I remember um, our good friend Donna Guerrero uh, was such a big fan of yours, and she love turned me on to you, and she was like, I'm, she's gonna blow up, she's gonna blow up, and then she watched you blow up. I'm like, fuck we'll yeah, see. love that. Love we'll that. see. I mean, I still do the books for a plumber, so yeah, yeah. blowing up as different levels, but, right, but you were sure. on a TV show. Hell yeah, yeah. I like life. <laughs> I on that note, this has been guys. We fucked the. Oh, do we? Is there? Where can we find you? Oh, Plug yourself. Oh my god, Mikey, ready? Yeah. Listen to my fucking podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. It's called That's What I Heard. It's it's my version, not the Irish ones. The same name. Thank you. Okay, and then online and at oh, little frax L I L F R E X X X. All right, do it. You know how to do it, guys. Follow her. Uh, this has been guys. We fucked the anti slut shaming podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. Guys We Fucked is presented by Luminary. Created and hosted by Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson. Editing and music coordination by Mike Coscarelli. Theme song by Rob Patterson and Jake Kozen. Suck my wet ass pussy. <laughs> Christina said to cut that before, but now it's in there. Yeah, let's keep it. Who cares?
This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com. 